Hello, bitches and gays. Welcome to the Get Right, where you can either get right or get left. It's your nigga, Davon. And Imani, who have got the questions, but maybe not all the answers. And Jace, if you aren't feeling right, let me get you right. Uh, hello, friends. How are we doing? Yeah. If you all didn't know, Davon can sing, and he'll love proving it to you any chance he gets. But, um... <laughs> I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Yeah, peachy. Peachy, that's so cute. Cute. Yeah, peachy. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know why. I'm in a very slap happy mood right now. It's been a good day. Twisted my hair, watched some RuPaul. Gonna watch I was watching Fruits Basket on um, Hulu. What's that? The real an one. Anime, no, you know about it. Oh, it's an anime. Chase's hit. Damn! Why Hulu got so many motherfucking animes? Because they're on People it. Like man. anime. Fun fact: but- I really have no information, but my sister told me that there's going to be a black anime studio opening up in Japan. So look out for that. That should be super fun. That's going to be scary. Why? I mean, if it's ran by black people, like- that's what I was gonna. <laughs> I would hope that it was. Girl. Oh no, it is. It is like like black people who were traditionally working in like anime, like traditional anime studios, were uh, tired of the disrespect. So <laughs> they're opening up their own one. I wonder if it's going to be like a bunch of shows that just look like the Boondocks because I love the Boondocks. First of all, well, that's, that's not the not Japanese anime. anime style. Yeah, hell, but it looks close. It's animated. That does not make it anime. Is the Child. difference just the style? Right. To be clear. No, I would say it's more like style mixed with storytelling. Because if you really try to break it down, anime is so layered in how it's telling stories. It's beyond my comprehension. I just and then really a lot of like source material is very cultural. Break it down for me to be like, like look I up what the here's just the difference between anime and regular animation. Because I just thought it was their their Japanese style. It's Japanese, right? Yeah, Japanese style. I just assume that because, like, when I look at the Boondocks, it doesn't look like how typical animation is. Animation that I've seen, Western animation. Mm -hmm. But then also, whenever you like hear anything about the Boondocks, everyone's like, "Oh, the black anime show." Whatever they're only saying that's because of the way it's stylized. I've always heard the Boondocks referred to as the black animation. I've also only heard black people talk about Boondocks, so we have no reason to preface it with the black anime show because we already know. Uh, It's probably because we never... The black people who love anime don't get to see themselves in anime. So it's like, oh, this Or anywhere, for real. But That is true. But it's like, oh, so this looks close to what we typically like to watch. I had a cousin who was and still is obsessed obsessed with anime and i remember when he started watching boondocks he was just really excited because it was like oh something that looks like stylistically what i enjoy watching but like also from a perspective that i kind of understand and get i could get behind this i would say stylistically it does but i would not classify the boondocks as an anime well let's let's now for our next segment we're introducing our guest for the day an anime (laughs) producer (sighs) kidding we ain't got no niggas on this show guest starring maybe one day that'd be fun that would be fun i actually just looked up an article um and the guy's name is oh this is a pair of twin brothers arthel isom 
and Darnell Isom. Come on, Darnell. <laughs> All right, anyway. Arthur. I'll read that article afterwards. Let's but get into it. Today, girls and guys and theys, our topics will be hot topics. Today is going to be a nothing but notifications episode. It's a hot potato. How? Because it's hot topics. It's hot potato. I like, I really like to say hot tops. Hot just top. because it's, oh, hot top for the day. Hot top. But today's going to be all about the notifications, all the news that we've been keeping up with and that we'd love to share with you, hoes. And to start off, I'm going to let one of these two hoes go. <laughs> Why don't you start? You never start first. Because <laughs> I like to introduce y'all and let y'all motherfuckers go. Well, I think Davon should take the floor. And since this is a democracy, much better ran than our country, I think uh, that's the final say. So go ahead. Show us how it's done. Right. Cute, cute, cute. Well, then I'd like to start with my first notification where I would like to talk about J.K. Rowling. <laughs> Since we're starting, let's start. Let's start this off on a not a good note, but like you know, just a little something to get the blood boiling. Oh, so for anyone who keeps up with just kidding, Rowling, I don't follow her on any social media actually. So like anything I hear about her is usually through retweets. Are You've been hearing a lot about her lately because of all the transphobic comments in media. But J.K. Rowling recently put out a tweet um, speaking against kids who, you both can correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, but speaking out against kids who take hormones. Yes, and um, also transition. And Okay, so then I need to go to this tweet. Because if I can be quite honest, I wasn't really understanding what the fuck she was trying to say. She posted a very, you know how you get on Twitter and they post one tweet, but the tweet is like threads. I do not know how Twitter works. And I wish I did because it like makes some, like, I, I, I know I need to, but I can't. I don't know how it works. She posted a very, so a thread is basically like if you post one tweet, you can like comment a bunch of other tweets underneath it mm -hmm. and like all those tweets typically go into the exact same topic the first tweet was stating mm -hmm. um but she posted a very oh i just posted that's so disgusting but she posted a very lengthy thread but it started off with i've ignored fake tweets attributed to me and retweeted widely i've ignored porn tweeted at children on a thread about their art I've ignored death and rape threats. I'm not going to ignore this. Not sure how all oh, those things tie in. Oh, is that in. one out of 11 posts? Yes. Yeah. Holy crap. But you have a word limit. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's probably yeah, that's why she had 11 tweets. That's why so, people do threads. No, back to the actual tweet. Like I don't I'm on the same page as D. Like I don't know how these things I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure where she was going. At Jace, did you have the actual tweet? I just skimmed it. So someone was saying something false about her and she was responding and sharing her sentiments. Um 
because someone claimed that she tweeted that people who take um, health mental, not mental, who take health medication are lazy. And she was saying, that's not what I said. And she's like, I've been open about my own OCD and depression. But then she went on to say, and this is what people were upset about. Many health professionals are concerned that young people struggling with their mental health are being shunted, shunted, shunted towards hormones and surgery when this may not be in their best interest. Oh, I see the thread now. Okay. She said, oh, wait, this got weird. Many, myself included, believe we are watching a new kind of conversion therapy for young gay people oh. who are being set on a lifelong path of medicalization that may result in the loss of their fertility and or full sexual function wait and then she goes on to say that these concerns are being explored by a bbc documentary but wait so back to that the five out of 11 is she saying that like hormone therapy is a form of conversion conversion therapy therapy? it sounds like she's trying to it sounds like she's trying to say it sounds like she's trying to say that people nowadays are pushing young gay. She's saying gay. Not everyone who's trans is gay. Yeah, I was like, she's attributing two different things. Yeah, but she's saying a lot of people are pushing young gay people towards taking hormones in a way to like, to con- convert convert them. But like also convert them convert them how girl well i think she's like talking about like classic quote-unquote classic conversion therapy like convert their Um, sexuality maybe but like well then she's she's referencing about i just she always makes her comments and points so so weird like she just white woman so hard oh she's good at it what i've come to realize because it's like when you read some of the things, you're like, okay, I get what you're saying. There's a question there, a hypothesis. There's some credibility. Um, and then she just keeps talking and then just starts saying things that I feel like she doesn't necessarily need to say. For example, she said, as I've said many times, transition may be the answer for some. For others, it won't witness the accounts of detransitioners. These And then she quotes an article that said, the system sees surgery as the easy fix to girls who do not conform. What? So anywho, if you're bringing up, if you feel like doctors are out here doing things without actually taking the child's health into consideration, like that's really all you need to say. Like, I don't think you need to try to compare cis women and trans women. I don't think you need to try and like compare things to conversion therapy like, just say your point. Like, I feel like the medical industry over-medicates our children, and it seems like it's a problem. Let's talk about it. But then All you also, that. if that's what she's trying to say, and, like, you guys correct me if I'm wrong. You guys correct me if I'm wrong. Listeners correct me if I'm wrong. They, trans people, they have to go through, like, a series of, like, meeting with the therapist and, like, certain things before they can mm-hmm. actually have a transition correct that's as far as i know that's correct no they do it takes a lot so then what is she talking about when she's saying like well i would think something that could be you could bring up is for a lot of children who are born intersex typically the doctor will decide their gender for them like okay they have a full penis and scrotum we're just gonna 
do this and have him present as a boy or like there is no penis and there's a vagina so we're just gonna do this quick little surgery and have the child present as a woman and a lot of intersex children grow up saying that they wish that they didn't have the surgery because what's very common is they will grow up and feel like the ginger that the doctor it took takes away, away their choice them. yeah yeah and so and that's something that like still happens so that is a very fair point on over medicating you're saying this child doesn't fit into the conventional norms and boxes we're gonna surgically alter them so that they do granted that's not what jk said so i'm not speaking for her but like that is something that really does happen and is a huge almost like ethical concern i would guess especially because it's happening to babies as soon as they're born and so that's something that we as a society could talk about if we so please I just feel like she brings up her points and her comments like so just antagonistic. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, she's, uh, she's also gotten to the like place where she's commented before just on trans women's. And I, I'm trying, I'm like scrolling, trying to find the tweet, but it was something where like they use, they didn't say specifically women. They said people like people who have like female or like people quote unquote who- she have like female reproduction like, organs yeah and p and also people yeah. have periods and everyone was like yeah well, all, all females have periods girl and then she was like she was like well there wasn't there a word that for that womba womb like she was like kind of like mocking it and i was like "Ooh, jk rowling please don't she does a lot she i think something during that that i thought was like a very i guess fair point was she was saying like i trans women are women yes but they have a different experience than cis women true and she was like i just want the distinction so you don't erase the experiences that cis women have the distinction is already there okay but if you're lumping a category as anyone who did not who identifies as you're not the distinction is not there and you're oh but then also i think the thing that made me mad about that statement is it was like girl no one's trying to take your story or identity from you why do you feel so I don't so think so either. I, so I think she gets overheated and she's overworking herself and she's probably slightly problematic and has some very warped perceptions and views. And that's whatever choose to like her, not like her, buy her product, not buy her product. But it, I'm just saying sometimes she does have some points that I'm like are interesting. You're just saying them in a very bigoted, uh, I go on that uneducated, point, yeah. like rude way because to me I was like okay that totally makes sense like we're not leaving trans people out we just want the distinction so you're not covering up their stories you're not conflating their experiences but like just say that different right just say that full stop period why are you mm -hmm. going off and saying all of these other crazy things and then it's like she stays talking about them though like that's the weird thing like she's gotten all this backlash about her comments on trans people and she won't stop for a minute was like she said a new comment like every week and so i'm like i just i don't know if you're almost addicted to the drama if you have a vendetta at this point i don't know so that is where it started seeming like a little bit weird and almost like personal for her but then almost like with the statement of making sure like creating the distinction between like a cis woman narrative and like a trans woman narrative even that's something where it's kind of like well girl how can you speak or attest to that i like whenever someone when because i've heard multiple times people say well trans people haven't had the same experience as someone who is cisgendered in that gender role but then it's also like 
Well, how do we know that? How do how do I know that it's how do There's I know a that different? But I would know. No, no, no. How do I know that a trans woman didn't decide at an early age? I'm going to start identifying more as a woman and carrying around that gender identity, and they weren't bullied or beat up or like mocked or made fun of. In this is not what you're talking about. You're talking about being born a woman based on your genetic and your on your uh, sex organs based on that, and then the experiences that you have growing up in society as a woman, if you're internally and mentally trans, but you present as your assigned gender, you're having a different experience. Mm-hmm. So I think there is a difference and I don't think it needs to be brought up in a way to minimize or exclude trans people because that's not what the truth, you know, like that's not what the truth is. It's just, there are certain experiences that they're not gonna have. Like, okay, we're all women, but our life paths are a little bit different. And so our experiences are a little bit different. And like, let's just acknowledge that. Let's talk about that. Let's be open and free. I don't really, I guess I don't really see like the issue with that. I think for me, it's just a matter of it becomes, it becomes telling someone else's story when you don't have the footing are the place for that like for me like for me personally i would i never am going to try to dictate a trans person's story because i'm like i may think i know what your story is but i really don't similar to how like i don't never want a white person to try to dictate my story because you may think you know my story but you don't you get what i'm saying yeah i just think that's more on an interpersonal level and not like a broad we're making data we're making statistics we're saying generally this is a life experience i would there two different ways i would i i'm leaning towards a little bit of what jace is saying but then also understanding what Devon's saying so i think and once again i could be completely wrong and i understand that and accept it but i feel like there is enough of like we live in enough of a gendered society that somebody who like a cis person versus a trans person will grow up having different experiences. The extent of those different experiences may vary just as comparing it to race, the extent of my racial experience versus like, like my cousin who's darker than I am, her racial experience versus my sister, like those might be very different, but we've also like, my experience is different than a white woman's granted race is not the same thing as gender. We all know that, but I feel like, there are going to be differences, but the extent of those differences isn't what we can talk about. We can talk about maybe like, like, I don't know what it's like to like grow up identifying or having one gender assigned to me identifying as another one, but I can understand that that's different than my situation, like my lived experience. But I can also accept that it's not this traumatizing hardship that is just like depressed you and everything. Understanding that it is some like for some people, but I'm not going to make that assumption for everyone. You know what I mean? No, definitely, I feel. But, that but was... I w- oh, sorry, I was oh, going to change the subject. Go. I was going to change the subject. Oh, I was going to change the subject. Okay. <laughs> I want to change it like first. When Imani, when Imani ever feels like she interrupts somebody, for those of you guys who don't know, we do video chat and we record. And whenever Imani feels like she interrupts someone, she like takes both of her like index fingers and like touches the tip of her lip. <laughs> and she's like, and she's like, oh my god, I was gonna change the subject. And I'm like, is that you silencing yourself? This is just the universal signal now. Just okay, but anyway, I'm gonna change it. So, 
sticking to this so for those who don't know i am a big harry potter fan don't come at me i'm cool with it like i'm a nerd i'm hufflepuff you want to know there's nothing wrong with it but also people are going to try to come at me i've read the books my mom read the books when my sister and i when we were younger and i read them through once on my own i have seen the movies countless times but i understand the movies and the books are different so i will say that i am a movie harry potter fan love harry potter whatever so i'm a big fan of it so I guess this is like a lightweight conversation about cancel culture, but I know some people who have like, and I think Jason and I were talking about this for a minute, or no, Natalie and I were talking about it. So some people who have like Harry Potter tattoos or like all this stuff, like identify with the world of Harry Potter so much. Now see JK rolling out here wild in the public and you're like, I'm conflicted. But I personally believe that you can be a fan of her work and the world she created and still separate that from the person. I personally believe that some people well, may not I, agree with me. You know I what? I thought so for a minute, but now with people really wiling out, I feel like I've started to lean closer to that. You cannot separate art from artist. You know what's interesting about that? Because I, I actually, so I'm not a diehard Harry Potter fan like you are. I like mm-hmm. Harry Potter, but like I know there's some people who go hard out here for it. I am personally in Gryffindor, taking the test four times. That is very door. not surprising. Wait, did you take Huff, did you take the BuzzFeed or the Harry Pottermore? No, there was like Harry Potter's World or something like that. Oh, take take the Pottermore one. I feel like you still might be a a, a Gryffindor, though you're very Gryffindor. But um, yeah. So like Harry Potter, never been big in my life, but like I liked it. But I do think one of the things that makes making the distinction easy is that the character the um actors and actresses from the movies a lot of them have spoken against what jk is saying is saying oh that's a good point so it's it's one of those things where jk rowling no matter what we do as a world you're never going to be able to cancel her because she's already made so much money and there's so much tied to her entity that she can make money from so it's like that she's oh, gonna be she's gonna be rich she's gonna be rich for forever she'll she'll always be okay and I feel like that's why you can't separate them like that's oh, what someone said because she word? was like the tweeter was like once you have to realize that they even had the platform to do what they did because of what they created or their talent or their craft we are approaching cancel culture very differently which is kind of interesting because I don't see it as like a political tool or an economic tool I think of it more of like from a social from a social stance whereas people are gonna say like i like like they may not be feel comfortable like i may not be like oh i'm a harry potter fan so like everyone i walk into now that jk rowling's out drinking rowling's out here wilding but i understand the fact that i'm never gonna have an economic like make an economic dent in that woman's life you know although i understand that's like the idea of cancel culture like um like, if a musician was out here being crazy, you would stop listening to the music and that would actually like affect their bottom line, that type yeah. of thing. R. And Kelly. I understand that. Exactly. R. Kelly. That's the point that I understand, but that's not how I think about it because it, it might be like a, once again, a cynical way of looking at it, but like, I don't think I can make a difference in how it affects people's incomes or like their finances. So it's like more of like, I like your music. I don't have to like you as a person. I like your work. I don't have to like you as a person. I personally feel like you can make that distinction, but that is a whole conversation. No, I've always felt like, especially, especially for me being so huge with music, I've had a good handful of musicians. So it's been like, 
damn girl, I gotta take you out of my motherfucking library now. <laughs> See, that's so much effort. Like you, it doesn't change the fact that you like the music. You just don't like the artist. It's, it's your moral best because it's you're more. like. Because you're saying, oh, I'm one person, it means nothing. But just imagine if millions of people agreed to do something. You know, we've had movies yeah. canceled. You remember not it was super deep like JK Rowling, but when they bullied the Sonic the Hedgehog people to go and Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Like, they... that's just a viral... T- like, people have gotten jobs, careers. They're like, there's just, like, a lot of different things. So it's, like, when you link up with a bunch of other people that have the same ideology, you can... So it's, like, peer pressure not peer pressure it's accountability is what it is it's you not kinda, cancel culture you get, it's you accountability get the ball rolling let's start there but it's like you you just have to realize that like well we live in a capitalistic society so the way you get someone's attention is to start messing with their money or questioning their money so if you're mm-hmm. like we don't like jk anymore to the point people are like well we're done we're not gonna watch hbo unless they take it off of their wherever it's on i don't know where it's at but we're going to stop using your streaming service until you take all these Harry Potter movies off. Like the company could be losing enough money that they're like, KK, we heard what you said and we're taking it off. And Mm -hmm. so it's like you joining with them. But I just think it comes down to like, like morals, like for R. Kelly. Now I will say there was an article that was like canceling R. Kelly or like stop listening to his music is a lot harder than you think because you're not, you have to go in and look and see songs that he's written or like produced. produced. Yeah. And then it's like, do you oh, even Jesus. take those in? Do you take those into account or do you only take into account like the ones that he's this solo artist on? But either way, he's still making royalty off of them. So he gets a little deeper wishy-washy. But um, his only song that I listened to was Remix to Ignition. So I was like, oh, it's cool. <laughs> he has hurt and scarred at least 30 women. I can give up one song for the amount of years, pain, and trauma that man has caused them for mm-hmm. one song. I was like, the one song is not more important than all of those women that he hurt. And so that's just for me. Because I like I have a moral, not that you don't have a moral compass, but like, my moral <laughs> compass is just like very socially motivated. And so I wouldn't be, feel I don't wouldn't feel comfortable doing something like that. Like, I'm not going to watch a Woody Allen movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm yeah, stop making yeah. movies. Why are you still getting a paycheck? I don't really like understand like I'm not gonna but I do I guess have some leeway with people I'm like I would understand if you keep what they previously did before you found out about the information but not accept anything new because like we talk about cancel culture culture doesn't really work so in theory all these people are going to make money again so you could be like cool I support Harry Potter but if she comes out and releases like a new witch series that goes New York Times bestseller, you could be like, I'm not supporting that because this has come out after all of the things that you did to hurt people. I oh, that's a- I, I think I do actively believe in the theory of cancel culture and like power of the people because take, and take R. Kelly into effect. I the um the argument people have made where they're like okay but what about the music he's written and produced he's making royalties mm-hmm. off of it yeah and I'm always like but girl on a streaming site a royalty for one stream is literally point zero 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 one cents so like he's making four dollars so like, specifically he has so many legal bills he ain't even touching <laughs> he ain't touching that money no time it's soon, getting baby. sucked out of that account right from the jump but i do think one of the great things about cancel culture and I, I it sounds so weird saying one of the great things about cancel culture but one of the great things about cancel culture is the 
the power that the people have to push other large forces to do things because that's we peer pressure but, but we're impacting their pure, it's accountability that's what someone said they were like yeah. cancel culture is accountability we are not canceling you we are asking you to be held accountable for the actions that you have done period that is it because we don't hold straight white men accountable we don't hold rich people accountable we don't hold pretty people accountable we don't hold celebrities accountable only the regular lay person are the only people that are held accountable. I think that I'm trying to get the greatest lighting in my room right now. You and it's looking like glowing. Moving, yes. yeah. But I'm trying, I, um, I feel like, like with R. Kelly, for instance, one of the greater things about that was that, yeah, we stopped listening to his music and that started, that was kind of like the ball rolling down the hill. So like we started listening to his music and now touring companies are pulling their contracts with them. So like now he can't make most of his money because all a lot of artists make their money from live events. Mm-hmm. And then he was dropped by his label, I think. His label dropped him. All of his all of his brand endorsements got dropped. His staff quit on him. So it's like, yo, in a way, this all worked. I feel it only works like 0.3% of the time, though, if you think about it. Yeah, that's, I get that. That's, that's there. You, we I have just... R. Kelly, we have um, Bill Cosby, we have Harvey Weinstein. They all had multiple women, like double digits, 20, 30, 50. So there's really no refuting that. And they all got taken to court. Then you look at everybody at Logan Paul, he's still here. Shane. It's like uh, if you hit a specific Dawson, level here. of atrocities, then people are like, oop, gotta mess with you with your bottom line. Right. It takes like a lot because otherwise people are like, oh, I'm mad for 30 minutes. And then they're like, never mind. It's okay. You changed. You grow. You said sorry. Thanks. Do you guys think that also a lot that like maybe something that plays a large part in that? Because I think out of the people we've just named, the ones who we have seen canceled and received the most criticism and like punishment for what they've done. I would say, in my opinion, we're Bill Cosby and R. Kelly, and the difference is that they're black men and the other men are white. No, I would say Weinstein, too. What happened with him, actually? He got, like, the Weinstein company, he got dropped from that. Literally, with his name on it, got dropped. Yeah, and then everyone that, that he's, did like, he go to jail, to, though? Did he do jail time? He got sent. Oh, I actually just saw the other day, they just settled. He just settled for a bunch of money. But do you see how, like, Bill Cosby, R. Kelly jail what it's like i don't disagree mm -hmm. i don't disagree i don't know if that's related to cancel culture though because um i was talking to my roommate about it when i was watching the show about uh oh my god what is his name oj simpson and it was kind of like i was like wow like hot like america doesn't want black people and i've said this before they don't want us to have idols and i'm not saying that they that these men didn't do these things i'm not saying that at all but it's kind of crazy how it's like black celebrities almost like systematically get canceled and removed when their white counterparts are allowed to behave the same way so i think Mm -hmm. that is a larger conversation outside of cancel culture i would agree that it's a larger conversation. I would have to think about it a little bit more. But I would also flip on with cancel culture. A lot of it now is related to racism and white people are willing to forget people's racism very quickly. Whereas the people of group who felt offended don't always want to show forgiveness. So I would say that there's a difference because there's a lot of black people that don't support Jeffree Star, but then all his white fans are like, he said, sorry, he's grown so much. Yeah. 
And it's like, okay, well, you're telling you're telling someone who was offended that they should no longer be offended, and that's not really fair. Oh, so it's like the yeah, the people who were like, yeah, the people who were offended because whatever. That's the whole comment. That's a whole episode. <laughs> So, Let's move on but, to some other hot topics. What do we guys? What do we have, guys? Jace, do you want so, to say one? Or just kidding? Yeah. Just kidding. Uh, oh my goodness! Go? What do I want to talk about? I'm looking at my <laughs> things real quick. I'm so sorry. There's so many just news and updates that are just coming, 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 coming. Um, okay. Yeah. Huh? And you said coming, 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 and I said and juicy tidbits. Scared. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, okay, so two interesting things that we can talk about. So Kenny Ortega, I said that right, Devon? Yes. Okay, Kenny. 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 Um, and Amanda doesn't get that reference. Anyway, um, <laughs> Kenny is the director and creator, obviously, of High School Musical, the film trilogy, as well as High School Musical, Musical, the series. And he was in an interview, and he was saying that Ryan would be gay is gay and um in his mind ryan would come out once he got to college and he kind of spoke with the interviewer just saying he didn't make ryan openly gay and like i guess make it like a statement because he felt like disney wasn't ready at the time he did add the note that disney is some of the most progressive and supportive people he's worked for interesting that was very surprising um, he just said he felt like at that time, which I think the first one came out in like what, 2003? Like six, six 2006. Some, something around there, um, that they weren't, they weren't going to be ready to cross over into that, that political realm. So yeah, I thought that was interesting. I mean, we already knew. We knew, but. I think that, so- I think it's so funny because when, when I saw that article, I was like, wasn't Ryan like kind of trying to talk to the girl from the piano, like the piano girl? I Kelsey? think they did. I think they yeah, did Kelsey. That. I swear they did that just so people couldn't say he's gay. You but that was I mean? also in the second movie. He could have like had the intention of him being gay in the first one, and then the second one is like, oh, Disney's not ready for it, and then changed his narrative. Yeah, to make and it more convenient. But and it, but also. Is it considered queer baiting, Jace? Because you yes. called out anime for that. Um, not just anime. Don't get the anime people on me. I've called out lots of media. I'm, I know. I'm just saying you specifically I, on the pod. I don't know. It's weird because Kenny is gay. He said that the character was gay. Oh, he said he? I presented him in a way that gay kids would understand and connect to him without me vocalizing him being gay. And, like, this was my intent. And he's mentioned how a lot of people still write to him saying thank you for me seeing that character that helped me from who I am, da 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 whatever. So, like, I don't know. That's a little trickier because it's not like he's a straight writer who's only making a character semi-gay to get gay viewers. Mm. Oh. So I'm a little, like, wishy-washy. Also, specifically for queer baiting, they often are straight actors who are traditionally attractive who don't seem gay, they seem straight, that they are using to pull in gay viewership. So there's also that layer in there. Like, for example, in Scream Queens by Ryan Murphy, Nick Jonas's character was gay. Yeah. A lot of gay men find Nick Jonas attractive, so they have him come on and play a gay character. But in real life, he's not really gay. But that pulled a lot of people to watch. So there's just, like, a more layer in there. That's such a fascinating, like... 
I would consider it. I mean, queer queer baiting is so interesting to me because I think it can mean one of two things: either we're using this actor or actress to bring in an LGBT crowd, but we're using them for like sex appeal. Mm-hmm. And like you're kind of like getting up the hopes of your LGBT viewers because they're looking at this person like, oh my, they're kind of looking at this person like, OMG, maybe there's a chance, but there's not really a chance. Mm-hmm. But then I think the other way queer beating could be used is that we're using this character as a way to connect with the sector of our audience. I think that typically queer beating, queer, queer beating, queer beating. <laughs> that happens that- too. <laughs> that does happen. But I think that typically queer baiting is used as the first option. Sexual appeal to get up the hopes of LGBT viewers but bring them in. Yeah. Like with Nick Jonas, with, um, oh, there's so many people you can name. There was a few cartoon characters that we gonna be real that was kind of fine. And they... <laughs> Zuko! He Anyways. did not have queer tendencies, but... I know, but he was still... Attractive. Zuko was fine, and so was Dante Bosco, who played Zuko. Hey, Dante. He also did but, uh, American Dragon Jake Long, but he did love that. Show. But um, anyway, no, yeah, go Jace, go. Oh, okay. And then my other little tidbit was uh, Viola Davis went viral again on Twitter. She was trending, and she did nothing but exist because she's just viral, amazing. Viola. Um, she didn't even tweet herself. Um, someone tweeted an interview that she did from 2018 and Gabrielle Union responded saying like, yes, remember this every day. And that was retweeted a bunch. And so then she started going viral. And basically in this speech or in the interview, she was saying, everyone is like, Viola, you're like the Black Meryl Streep. Like, you're so amazing. And Viola's like, yes, like I come from a good acting background. I have all these roles. I'm super talented yes, yes, yes. And she was like, I will get on the phone with movie execs, you know, company execs, and they will tell me that I'm the Black Meryl Streep. But when it comes to pay, they don't Mm -hmm. pay me the way they pay Meryl Streep. So that's kind of why she went viral. And so that was cool um, that she's getting like attention for that because I mean, it was a very great, powerful statement of inequality um, in Hollywood in entertainment. So that was super cool. That's a different pay gap nobody really pays attention to as much as the other one. No, for sure. I also think it's such an interesting conversation because, first and foremost, I absolutely adore Meryl Streep. Like, Mm -hmm. not even even just saying that because people genuinely tend to like her. I have always been a huge Meryl Streep fan. Like, since I, I saw a movie, she... First and foremost, Meryl Streep is very beautiful. Always been gorgeous. And there was, like, a movie I saw, because she started off as a model. And, like, her very first movie, I think I just, like, randomly saw it on accident as a kid. You know, you'd be going through channels and come across a movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who is this bad bitch? I just watched I, I Death didn't... Becomes Her, if you've seen that. That's a good movie. I think that might be. I'm not, I'm not sure if that's it. It was one of her earlier movies. That was the one with Goldie Hawn, and they become zombies. What? Meryl Streep was in the ni- in 92? It was a good movie. I don't know. I don't think that was one of her first, but I was just throwing out there that I just but, watched it. So I love Meryl Streep. I've always loved Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep always gets these amazing roles, but also people always give Meryl Streep and other white actresses 
the ability to kind of like broaden their range and do so many different kinds of roles. One thing that makes me upset about a lot of Black actresses, especially the Black actresses I love, such as Viola Davis, is that you know they can do so much more, but those roles aren't being offered to them. Like Viola Davis is always in a role where she has to cry. Oh my God, <laughs> yes. <laughs> she does it so well. You wanna, do you want to so see Sarah good. Paulson and not see her scream, honey? Like, no. <laughs> That's true. Like, dude, I don't want to see Emma Roberts unless she's being a bitch, period. Like, that is what you're good at. But Viola Davis is always in a role where she has to cry or where she has to be in some kind of distress or something of that matter. That's most Meryl of the Street, stories that they tell. They don't let us have happy stories. <clears throat> that. But then also Meryl Streep is in... I, one of my favorite movies with Meryl Streep in it is Into the Woods. I Have never saw that? that one. You. I loved oh. it. We're it getting was the Black Little Mermaid, so maybe we are on the trend of getting more Black fairy tale. Brandy setting the trend 20 years earlier. Oh, Cinderella Brandy. Yes. But Meryl Streep was able to play in Into the Woods, she played a wicked witch. In The Devil Wears Prada, she played a bad Ooh, bitch she scared CEO. me in The Devil Wears Prada. But you see how, like, her range, like, she's played comedy with Mamma Mia. Like, her range, she's been able to do so many things. And then when it comes to, like, an actress like Viola Davis, we only see Mama when it is a dramedy, a dramedy, a dr- well, yeah, dramedy, or a drama. Or, um, uh, How to Get Away with Murder. That's a drama, babe. That's a drama. Oops, oh, okay. Or, like, a suspense, but, like, I would classify him in the same group i yeah. would just say her character well i guess they can function in the same way because i specifically in because i would say that the way her character is in and once again this is my limited knowledge i only saw like the first season of that show but it was like you didn't necessarily want to like her character all the time like you did for yeah. some reasons but then there was also a reason where you're like why is she mean to these people unnecessarily kind of but in every other role she like I'm thinking of I can't really speak to Fences because I didn't see it nor did I read the play but like oh Fences was a great yeah like either she's film. like unwanted not unwanted or unlike on some level unlikable or somebody's mom and crying yeah it's almost like I would say Viola Davis and how to get away with and how to get away with murder was also similar to how Carrie Washington Carrie Washington was painted when she was Olivia Pope in Scandal. The interesting because, thing about it was because you didn't like them for different reasons. You didn't like Olivia yeah. Pope because of or Carrie Washington because of her relationship to a white man because she was like subservient in like with that relationship. There was that, but also and I told one of my friends this. I was like, Y'all need to rewatch scandal because i haven't to. heard this said enough but olivia pope was a bitch she, she was, was that, that, she was bitch, that bitch. bitch not just a bitch. she was that bitch but like she was an asshole some, like a lot of the everybody time. in that show was an asshole like millie i love me some millie she is I so love evil millie. she is literally so evil. i think i was talking to someone about this i was like i don't know what it is but like when it comes to Millie, I love her. Well, I think it's Olivia, she's a wife and she's a mother. She's like, you're not going to mess with my husband. But she's mess with my also children, period. she's the woman in the wrong too. Like she wrong, right. the, not in the wrong. Like you're like but, feel some sympathy yes. for her because her husband's out here sleeping with this other woman just publicly 
Italy, basically. Like, but then, like Olivia Pope, there was there were so many times where it's like, and while I was watching, where it was like, girl, I want to like you. Come on, Ooh, I love yeah. her, I love her because she's so driven. I love her. I, I did like, not Man. like her daddy and her mommy. I was like, y'all can't get out of my. Her mom I like her mom. psycho. Her, I her dad her was so evil. I was like, you have no redeeming qualities. Like, why she didn't blow your ass up after first meeting you? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was a big fan of her mom because there was something about the air her mom had about her where I was like, It was the actress, that actress. Her, like, oh, that actress. actress. But her mom oh. is just very sharp. Like, I think yes. of it and she's very like, I don't want to stay near her because I think she can like pierce skin and draw blood, you know? <laughs> like, Period. But I know, I, um, I just, I would love to see Black actresses and Black act yeah black actresses and black actors too i was trying to figure out like are black actors held to a similar standard as black actresses no but like also i feel like there's a lot of black actors who haven't been offered range and roles either yeah i just want to see them do more thinking of like angela bassett yeah angela bassett underappreciated she's she's very Mm -hmm. underappreciated but i feel like angela bassett I feel like we've been able, we've def, I've been, I've definitely been able to see range in Angela Bassett, from but, American Horror Story to Black Panthers to um, what's love got to do with it, to um, waiting to exhale my movie. I'm uh, gonna say something, and I think I'm, I'm gonna say something. Do you think that Angela Bassett has been offered more? range of roles because she is a more traditionally attractive black woman. Hmm. That could be possible. That could very much be possible. I could not tell you, but what I can tell you is she said that she's very particular with the roles that she takes. She because is. she was like being an actress. I wish I could remember it word for word. But she's like, being an actress, my work is going to go all the way around the world. And she was like, I am not going to take on a role that is like dehumanizing to Black people and this be the only Black person someone on the other side of the world sees. I'm not going to be that one visualization for them that are like, all Black people are weak. All Black people are this or that or the other. So I thought that was like super interesting. And you usually see Angela Bassett in very strong women character roles like mm-hmm. what's love got to do with it she played tina turner and when i tell you she beat the shit out of didn't she not movie, win an award and i saw on twitter people are like she should have won an award for this i'm not sure if she won an award but i do know that i i, I don't think she did and people were saying that she should oh she should have she did amazing tina turner praised angela bassett for that movie Tina Turner was behind the scenes if you watch some YouTube videos. Cute segue. Jennifer Deep Hudson. End. Yeah, yeah. It's playing yeah, yeah. Aretha Franklin. <laughs> so exciting. What are your guys' thoughts on the... First and foremost, do you guys know there are currently two Aretha Franklin movies coming out? Didn't one already come out? Like, wasn't... What was it? Something about Grace? I'm not sure if it came out, but one is starring Cynthia Erivo. Erivo? Is that how you say it, Erivo? That's how I thought it was said. So one is starring her, the actress who played Harriet, Tubman and Harriet, and a majority of other things. I love her. Hired a slave movies. I don't want to see another slave movie. Um, But then the other one is starring Jennifer Hudson. And I, 
I'm confused as to why we're doing two at the same time. I didn't know the Cynthia Arriva one was. What do you know what that one's called? I think it may be called Aretha. Because I, I think Jennifer Hudson's one is called Respect. It is. And then the one with Cynthia Air Arivo, I think it's called Aretha. Yeah, it's called Aretha. The one I'm thinking of is Amazing Grace, and it came out in 2018. But um, in Jennifer Hudson's case, I y'all, I uh, when I saw that trailer, yeah, you sent it to us. I was so because I first and foremost I love Jennifer Hudson's voice. She also I feel like does not get enough support. Talented, she doesn't. Talented. I feel like she's also just like slightly more low key. Like I feel like act actresses who are also musicians are like low key than people who are just actresses. That could be, or is that a false statement? And that's also something I forget. I sometimes forget people are very intentional. Yeah. And it's not, I'm not trying to be in nobody's business, but I guess I would like the clarification because a lot of times I'm like, oh, well, you're not getting the respect because you're a black woman, but really, they're like, Jennifer Hudson yeah, could no, be like, no, this is, like <laughs> yeah, this is what I wanted. I want to mm-hmm. do my cute little commercial. I want to go do my little stint, do a movie, drop an album and then go home. And that's it. Leave me alone. Like, I and that's, like that's okay too. Cynthia Erivo does. Like I was, I got, I went down a hole for her and I was in love with everything I found on YouTube, but I only found like like YouTube videos of people recording her singing live. Like she doesn't yeah. have that much recorded music, at least on Spotify. And that breaks my heart because I absolutely love her voice. And did you know she whistles? Like there was oh, this like one. Tones? No, like she whistles while she, not while she sings, but like she can like whistle in pictures that she can sing. It is amazing. But anyway. Yeah, um, oh yeah. I, yeah. there was a new musical term for it. Now. I, you know, yeah. <laughs> Girl, I'm a Mariah Carey. Don't play her. No, like actually, like whistle with like I can't whistle. But yeah, like, like like if she was like, what's a Cynthia Erivo song? Was she in the color purple? She did um that ending song, but like, what's her note at that? Like um, I am here. That was, yeah, that was yeah, flat. that was flat. Whatever. So like, you get what I mean. But um, I in, I think, and I'm probably very incorrect but she she's she's a very like at least my perspective she's a very low-key person and she like she was in the outsider which i thought she did phenomenally in she was an outsider and she was in bad times at the el royale and she's in this movie, movie now and then she that movie was weird but anyway and she like sings but i don't think she like wants to be front and center about, about any of those things I think she could. Like, she's totally deserving of it, but I just, some people are just like, no, I'm cool. Chilling. Cynthia also, with Cynthia, she's also very largely known for Broadway. And I think when it comes to, yeah, like, she started off in Broadway and, like, plays in musical theater. behind in the times. Damn. (laughs) Girl, we knew. And I, okay. (laughs) And I think when it comes to a lot of Broadway actors and actresses, they aren't known in mainstream until they get that one role where people are like, oh shit, who is this person? And then all of a sudden they hmm. see their background. And I think that's the case for Cynthia. For Jennifer Hudson, I honestly feel like if you guys, have you guys ever heard the story of like when Jennifer Hudson like lost her um, mom and her nephew? Mm-mm. Her mom and her nephew were murdered. <gasps> oh my God. Oh. Yeah. They were murdered like I think, I want to say 2008 to 2010. But I think after that happened and they captured the person who 
killed them, I think that's when she started becoming very low key. Because it's almost, I think, I think, I think it was, I think it had to almost be a realization of like, damn, my life is really in the media like this. Like people are really all into what's going on with me. Mm -hmm. And then I think that's when she became low key because then a few years after that, she divorced her husband too. So I think she was just kind of like, eh, let me get the the fuck away from the limelight kind of. Mm -hmm. Because she's always been, she's, she's still been putting out music, putting out albums, um, she just did she's she was still doing like she was also on broadway jennifer hudson also went on broadway she did the color purple she also did another play but then um and she was still doing <laughs> stuff bless you, oh, Thank bless you. you. and she was still doing stuff i think um i think now she's just kind of resurfacing a bit like she resurfaced when cats came out a terrible <laughs> movie a terrible movie but mama sang the house down that movie was when so- she did when she did memories, I, I could not stop watching that video of her performing. But I had mm. to watch the video where she was not a cat. Because seeing her as a cat was weird. Um, My mom had the urge to see that movie this last like holiday break. Came home, she said, let's go to the movies. Let's go see Cat. I'm so happy we went to a theater with only tickets for $7. I was so mad. That movie was I weird. don't know who yeah. thought it was a good That's the crazy thing. Like Someone was like, I have an idea. And then everyone that that person talked to co-signed the idea. Then people were like, yeah, we'll give you millions of dollars. Then all of these famous and amazing singers and actors were like, oh, my God, yeah, we'll do it. Then they still filmed it, edited it, and we're still like, you know what? We're going to put it out. We're going to put it out. This is it. Like, (laughs) this is the one. Like, Cats was, I think they really fucked up with Cats because Cats is considered in, Cats is considered like a very kind of, I guess, quote unquote, I don't want to say iconic, but like a like a really, it's considered like one of those Broadway shows everyone knows or hears about. The plot to that musical, I only knew off. about it because uh, what's his face always made fun of it in the nanny because he was competitors with Andrew Mr. Lloyd Sheffield. Lover. Oh yeah, yeah, Mr. Sheffield. And so he was like, <laughs> oh, that's such a terrible. And I think they did an episode where they made fun of cats, and I was like, this sounds like a crazy musical. They did. I don't they think went I to the show. Ever want to see it? But. On the nanny, they went to a cat's show, and I remember Fran was sitting there, and there was like like people dressed as cats, like walking around her, and she was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, <laughs> like it was. But no, cat. I they should not have made it into a movie because the the musical in itself was already kind of weird. So it's like, leave it alone, girls. Like, <laughs> leave it. Like, be. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine where it is. Could have been, like- but. I'm so excited to see Jennifer Hudson play Aretha Franklin, and I love that Aretha Franklin hand picked her for this role. Love it. Could you a imagine? Lot of Could you imagine? Like, it is what a lot is- of pressure, but it, it also is- it also relieves pressure because it would be so much harder to portray someone that you respect, and then they spoke out saying that they don't approve of you playing them. You know, that's, that's fair. Yeah. But it's not like she's around, so that's her. Yeah. Okay, but she was handpicked prior. Let's be respectful. You're right. You're right. When when Beyonce came out with Cadillac Records, Etta James literally came out and was like, I didn't think she did that great. And everybody was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I feel like every time someone's like, oop, we need a black singer, they turn to Beyonce. Or at least they used to. They used to. Because also a lot of those movies, I think she was putting out through Parkwood, which is like her... um record label she was trying to act for a minute and it's fine you don't have to be obsessed i okay hold on (laughs) yes i love beyonce 
But I just live for that scene where she kicks that white girl's ass. No, I, see, my the only problem with that, and my mom, my mom put this idea in my head. That scene was completely inaccurate because Beyonce is whooping her left and right, but wearing heels the whole time. How does she not think to just jam that heel down? She was messing with this woman's husband, her child. My mom was like, she would have had it with that heel. It would have snapped off in her somewhere. Like, don't play games with me. And then scenes when Beyonce, I think she's getting ready to like fall through the ceiling or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and she like tries to like see- help her. You keep seeing her little heels clicking and clacking on the wood. I was like, you should have took them. If it was me, I would have walked in my house, seen that white girl and said, you know what? And I would have been strapping off my boots. Like I've been waiting for your ass. Like, let me go ahead, take these off real quick, put on my socks. And then, like, we go, we go get to this. Yeah, so I got a little traction. A little it's gonna make it slippery. What are you talking about? Oh, something comfortable. What are the floors called? I'm gonna beat your ass and be comfortable while doing it. Anyway. <laughs> My God. So, what's the next place? Devon, oh. you. Oh, I'm oh. I have. I actually have a few more. Uh, I was gonna, gonna, gonna do a cosign. Cosign, you mean co-star? co-star? Oh, co-star, co-sign. What is? I co-sign was is honest. Math. Yeah, I was thinking co- yeah. co-sign, sign, and uh, what's tangent? Tangent. Yeah, tangent. T A N. We passed class. All right, let's do this one. Try to be as present as possible. Mm, Thank you so much, Let's just sit here on that one for a minute. <laughs> I'm done. Your laughing um, is straight up disrespectful. Sit here and be in the moment with me, assholes. We are. Ah! Oh my god. <laughs> that goes. Did something. you hear that Kanye is running for president? I'm not trying to be yeah. in that moment. I'm trying to be in this. Moment. <laughs> if I can be, if I can be, if I can be quite honest, first and foremost, I. I I could I could honestly care kind of less about Kanye West. I I'm not the biggest supporter of him after all the shit that he's done. So happy that he's been donating to the Black Lives Matter movement in a way by donating to some campaigns and some people. Um I I just I don't I don't get it. I'm not fully supportive. I also feel like Kanye in a lot of ways is a sellout to the black community. But when it comes to, I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's just how I feel. I mean, he said some wild But like things. when it, Jason out here trying to spend his family. To, um, when it comes to uh, Kanye posting this tweet about running for president, at first I read it and I was just kind of like, okay, girl, whatever. But then I read it again and I was like, okay, but wait, please don't actually do this. You were like, wait, 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 wait. you were serious. <laughs> Like, hold on, are you serious? Because then I saw Kim retweet the shit, and I was like, uh, not this white woman backing up her husband. Wait a minute, pull back, pull back. Everybody halt what we're doing. Because I I really hate that rich people can just decide to dibble and dabble within politics and play around with the shit when they're so, when, like, we're the ones who get, who get the, I guess, the quote-unquote brunt of what happens from what they're doing. Donald Trump, for instance. We have a whole reality TV star who is our president. A predator, a liar, a scammer, a fraud. Oh, 
Uh, I was going to say, we've had an actor before. Nixon was an actor, but he wasn't a reality star. And yeah. And and how many good things have we heard about Nixon? (laughs) That's a good point. That is a very good point. Yeah. Like, (laughs) no. But like, I just, I hate. I hope this is just a publicity stunt and he's not actually going to do it. If I see, because you know what? I hope that he doesn't actually do it because if I can be, there's so many dumb young people who would vote for him because it's Kanye. There are so many dumb people who voted for Harambe in 2015. Yeah, that was terrifying. People who don't vote. I'm so anyway. But I said it. I don't like those people who just don't vote because I'm like, okay, do you understand how many people had to fight for your right to vote? It's women could not vote. Black people could not vote. You have to go out there and vote. I I feel like I I'm I vote. And I remember I was having this conversation a while back about people who were saying like they don't vote and why their reasons were. And after hearing a lot of people's reasonings, I was kind of like, it makes sense. Because if you guys think about it, the current president we have we didn't vote for him. Everyone voted for Hillary. A majority of people voted for Hillary yeah, Clinton. Yeah, she has a popular we were supposed vote. To have, we were supposed to have Hillary Clinton, but the Electoral College, I also Ooh, can be good. fucking up words no, that's to right. get people correct. Yeah, me. you're right. But like the Electoral College are the ones who voted him into office because he got a majority of their I wonder votes. how much money that cost him, so then it's, like ooh. per vote. What do you think? Child, because you, know you know it had to cost yep. But like it, but then it almost brings into into question, like okay, so like if there's already just going to be a bunch of old white men in a higher up room voting for me, anyways, why does my vote matter? Why does it count to be placed traditionally? In? The electoral college though does vote with what their people in their state want. So Donald Trump in that election is an example. I don't know how many more. I'm not a historian in politics. It's a lot for me. So please use Google. Look it up for yourself. <laughs> but I know the 2016 election <laughs> specifically was one where people voted against what their state voted for. And that normally doesn't happen. Like normally the people vote with the people, like the actual people as citizens. So that was why it was a big deal because there were people where the the states voted for Hillary so the person the electoral college person should have voted Hillary as well but they were like I can't I'm a conservative I'm going Trump so I feel like I've honestly always thought this then and I've always just kind of been like so why don't we get rid of the electoral college it's been a discussion but I think I don't think there's anyone who's like leading the change to have that happen and you need someone to do it so people can jump on. We're very, we're going to be honest, a lot of us out here are very lazy and you're not going to jump on something until it's already rolling. So you need someone who's like, we need to get rid of the electoral college. Here's how we should get rid of it. Here's what it should be replaced with. And you need someone who's starting that campaign so people can jump on. And I feel like no one has done that like it was brought up as a question but then that was it no one else has done anything re-brought it up mentioned it again and it's like okay i feel like that would be especially with what's going on currently that would be a great conversation for us all as a people to start having because now everyone's everyone's asking this question of well everyone's saying make sure y'all go vote make sure y'all go vote make sure y'all go vote but then i think we also need to be in remembrance of like but remember when we did all vote 
we voted for the white woman and we got the orange that has man. that has more so, to do with um smaller elections than it does on the presidential one because you're like you have the power to vote for the people who vote for you people had just missed that election and so it came around that's by the true. CS, so those people, people were like "Ooh, this person who i didn't vote for is now voting for me in the way i don't want him to and you're like well that's on you but then but then don't you think that that's i feel like and i was talking to my mom about this i was like i think there's too many cooks in the kitchen and there's too much red tape and too much other shit we have to go through to get things done and i feel like it all becomes too difficult why do i have to vote for someone who votes for me when we can take out the middleman and i just i personally agree it's because people don't want to vote okay people already don't want to get out and vote for the huge presidential election and so if you remove these higher up people in theory you as a citizen have to be voting more often so then you have to get everyone in the country to agree to be voting more often and more frequently and they have to accept that and then you can't bitch and moan when you don't go to any of the elections and then you're upset like why something is happening so it just comes down should we pass this law yes or no like should we do this tax thing yes or no and it's like we all have to be involved and i don't disagree but we are very removed from politics a lot of like Amani said a lot of people don't vote for the smaller elections you're not voting for who's your um elected what is the person who's in the uh, electoral college called i forget delegate um i just call him white man no (laughs) you're anyway you're you're elect person in that category like you didn't go and vote for them you didn't vote for your governor you didn't vote for your senate your senate person so it's just like you were missing (laughs) Your senator. <laughs> okay, but no, because we can say Senate person. People, I feel like people have said Senate people before. I don't know. Yeah, um, go ahead. I'd be trendy. Senator sounds too masculine. Not everyone's masculine. Hey, girl. Senator, <laughs> Senate person. <laughs> Senate person. Hold period. that out your ass. Um, I'm inclusive. Sorry, you're not. Um, so yeah, when you don't vote for those, then you know that also affects the outcomes for your state. And like Amani was saying, a lot of people don't, and a lot of people aren't educated and they're not invested and they don't really care. That is one thing that I've kind of noticed. Humans are this is about to be so disrespectful. We are sheep. We just want one person to head us in the right direction, and then we just go right. on autopilot because it's... yeah, so kind of crazy, kind of savage to us as people but i really think as people we're like sheep um because it kind of just seems like we like one person who or a system doesn't have to just be one person a system that leads the pack and everybody else falls in line and we kind of go on autopilot like if you take um slavery or women not being allowed to have the right to vote or just various other social issues sure during the entire time that it was going on people were like this is wrong we shouldn't be doing this but no one spoke up no one took action it took it it took us getting to a certain point before action was taken so i really just do think we let someone lead us and we go on autopilot and sometimes we go on autopilot for generations for been brainwashed into thinking that's the um, only way though because that's how it was established from jump and everyone's like that's the only way we've known and we're like yep but our democracy was built to be broken down when it doesn't serve us anymore but I mean, and everybody said to that. there's a lot so much that's built in and taught to us and learned and then so much that we let go i always feel like american people are too we have a lot of privilege 
And so I also think that's why we kind of like accept certain bad behavior because you're like, well, over in the Middle East, they bomb their own people or interesting, in, you know, China, they're doing this. So you're like, we're not that bad. And so you kind of just like accept what we're doing because generally a large portion of us live decent lives. We have homes and cars and jobs and we take vacations and we have food and you're cool. You're comfortable. So why are you about to step out of that comfort zone? to tell the hand that feeds you that they are also oppressing you at the same time. You better bite that bitch. Starting to punch you in the mouth. Sometimes, but yeah. So that's why I was saying to Devon, I think why sometimes people don't vote or they don't care enough or feel like their change, their thing is not going to matter, their input. Do you guys also maybe feel like, um, because I was, I, Somebody brought a brought this brought up this interesting um, concept to me. I think it was Rashida. Hey, Rashida. Rashida. But hey, bitch. I I think she listens. I need to. I need to. Hey, she doesn't listen. But um, for sure, you're gonna be hurt. I'm gonna like cry. my whole feelings. <laughs> <laughs> but I, we were having a conversation, and we were having this a similar conversation to what we're saying right now, and I think. I think also when it comes to politics and like laws and bills that need to be passed, we're not like a lot of, there's so much shit that like we as Americans or citizens just never know about. Like it's never brought up to us. So it's like, well, of course, like a lot of, so it's like, what if a lot of us also, I think voting, voting is all voting is a very difficult process for a lot of people especially people in like low income neighborhoods because a lot of the poll booths are never put into those neighborhoods and a lot of the times they're put like 20 miles away from those neighborhoods yeah, but, um, so I think the voting process could definitely be made much simpler and then Mia is texting me a lot like girl but um, <laughs> I think the voting process could definitely be made a lot simpler and I think that we need to be I think as Americans, we need to be presented with more information, but also maybe an easier fix is like actually maybe actually taking into account the electoral college votes and like actually putting the right people in that office. But then it's like, I feel like so many times we think we're choosing the right person. And they switch up. They switch up on you. That's that's how it is. That's the same thing with relationships. Okay. Oh my God. (laughs) Let me rephrase. It can be the same thing in relationships. You get in a relationship and you're like, oh my gosh, I only see the great things about this person because they've advertised themselves slash campaigned themselves in a specific way. You you vote them in the office, you accept them in the relationship, and they switch up 180. So you just voting is a gamble. Voting is gambling. The way you just dropped that nuke up in here. Like, I'm so I'm happy that I taught you guys that lesson today. So I literally fell back. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, <laughs> not. That was a lot of money. But my mom yeah. keeps saying, she was like, it's like, as Black people specifically, it's like we're in an abusive relationship with our country. Then think about that and apply it to literally everything. And you're like, that is fucked up you know like and you know what it is and you know what me me and the person who i'm in this relationship with i guess we just beating the hell out of each other mm-hmm. 
I'm beating their ass. They beat my ass. But guess what? We both beating each other's asses. So. Fuck you. Fuck not you. healthy. It's not. I do not condone abusive relationship. I, do I don't not condone, condone black anyone. the treatment of this country. No, I do not condone 10%. anyone. It brings up the bigger question, though, which we don't need to talk about right now. But I don't even know if America can, quote unquote, ever be fixed because the country was built on racism. So it's like, what do you do? Do you try to get as close to, quote unquote, right, correct, perfect as you can? Or you just, what, you just let it go? You wait for someone to start a whole new country? Like, what? Don't want to get into the topic right now, but well, it's a thought that I ponder. And that's one of those things where, like, I think we've talked about that, where it's kind of like, yo, nothing's ever going to be perfect. But, like, if we could get as close to that as possible, that'd be great. <laughs> like, but, yeah. As close Jason, to... That your... Oof, that's what? a rabbit hole. Just waiting to be... No, well, we can move on to another hot topic. I was just throwing that out there to let you guys ponder. Um, but I don't want Kanye to run. I don't want people to vote for him. Please vote for candidates with um, actual Back governmental backgrounds. But Kim K would be a very hot first lady, let me say. She'd be a lot oh better than God. the first lady we have now. That's all I'm saying. What do you think Kim K... So you know how, like, Michelle Obama had, like, um her, like, thing was, like, trying to end child hunger and obesity, yeah. I think. What do you think Kim Case would be? She can get serious. Definitely would be. They do a lot. So I feel like she definitely would continue doing things with uh, prison, prison reform. reform. Um, she would. They would probably, her and Kanye both would probably have some Chicago initiative. Um, I think there's illnesses. I don't remember them, but there are certain illnesses that her and like her family always talk about. So that is always something. What's the one that she's always complaining about with her, like, hands and well, pigmentation? She has eczema. I don't think she'd do a whole initiative on eczema. Is that vitiligo you're talking about, Taylor? I don't know if she has vitiligo. It's but not She that. said she has... Is it eczema? Is it? I, it might be. I think it's I chronic her, eczema. You guys. It might, that might be it. I have to say. <laughs> I got, I'm so I got, sorry. I have really bad... I'm so, I let me not come at Kim K. I'm sorry, girl. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, those are some of her initiatives, I think. I would... I, I, we need to really switch up how we put people into office in this motherfucking country. How Donald Trump got through, I could not tell you. Uh, I'm telling you, tell you, his, his checkbook was burning on election day. And I know the FBI agent who be listening on my phone is waiting for me to slip up and say the wrong thing, so I'm not going to. Ooh. Because <laughs> no, I know you listening, Roger. Blink twice if we're on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know you're listening, bitch. But um, cool. Another little hot top. Ooh, make it hot. May hot. But hashtag free Britney. Wasn't was that the hashtag when, or was that leave Britney alone? That was a thing. Well, I guess it probably could have been a hashtag as well. But um okay, so hashtag free Britney. So lately on Twitter, there's been a large discussion about the management of Britney Spears personhood. So not her estate, not her uh celebrity career, but her personhood, meaning literally anything and everything that is Britney. I don't know that white woman's middle name, Spears. Um, so there's a discussion on Twitter where people were saying that they, they're basically saying that like Britney Spears is kind of like impri- being imprisoned by her father. 
because was it I think 11 years ago people believed that she was suicidal and then legally a lot of decisions that she would be able to make by herself as a person those decisions were then given to her dad so now her dad literally legally makes all of her decisions and moves for her and I thought this was I, I the reason I want to bring up the topic is because there's if I could be quite honest for a while I've been trying to figure out what's wrong with Britney Spears only because like I'll see stuff I don't follow her on social media but I'll see stuff that people retweet and they'll post on Twitter like little videos and clips of her there was one video. Do you guys know the song by India Ari? Brown skin, talking about my brown skin. No. Oh my god, y'all aren't black. But don't I, say that know. shit to me. The fuck? And that on is a microaggression. For, uh, microaggression. Uh, <laughs> I, you sorry. Canceled. 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 But it's little. It's like this very popular song by India Ari where she talks about her brown skin because she's a dark skinned woman. And there was like a video of uh, Britney Spears doing the tango to the dance where I was like, girl, how do you tango to this acoustic ass song? And there's something <laughs> there's something that's just funny about seeing a blonde haired white woman dance to a song that's talking about being black and like brown skin. Like it was very cute, but I was like, why is this so funny to me? But then there's also been videos where like there was one video where she said she accidentally burned down her gym there was also a video where her son got on Instagram live and he started talking about his dad, his dad being Kevin his Federline. Grandpa. Oh, just kidding. I thought you were talking about his grandpa. Well, he was talking about his dad and his grandpa. His grandpa mm. being Britney's, his grandpa being Britney's dad, his dad being Kevin Federline. That was her husband, right? Yeah, I think they were married for a little bit. Yeah. And he was talking about how him and his brother had been spending a lot of time with their dad and then he was saying how he hated his grandpa and he was saying stuff like, I really love my mom. I really hope my mom gets back on track. And I remember just thinking, like, what is wrong with Britney Spears? Like, what is going on? So uh-huh. then to see this hashtag on Twitter, I was like, oh, OK, things things are making sense. Pieces of the puzzle are getting pieced together. People are late to the game. Jay, she's been under her Jay. father's control for like 11 years now i think at this point so the term is conservatorship is okay. how i believe it would be pronounced so he has like legal control i saw some threads claiming like she can't even drive her own cars without getting permission first and so she doesn't even drive herself anymore jesus christ i feel like that's just very so another thing that oh also me. also i wanted to add with the grandfather thing kevin was i don't know if he still is at one point in time suing britney spears's dad because he said that britney's dad hit one of their sons oh my god oh damn where is where are her where is her mom and her sister during all this i don't want to if it if her dad is an abusive controlling person which I don't want to we don't have concrete proof but if he's an abusive controlling person I have no idea how he's acting out towards his I don't know if they're still married his wife or ex-wife and then his other daughter so I don't want to question them um I think a lot of times women get blamed when they're associated with an abuser and I think sometimes you have the potential to speak out and other times you may be going through something or be brainwashed or controlled or abused yourself 
So it's unfair. Not that you were doing it, but I think a lot of times we question or punish women for men's actions. Very true. And that just doesn't, doesn't make sense to me. Like, um, this man did this. So doesn't matter where her sister or her mom is. Why is he legally allowed to do this? Like, how are you able to control someone for 11 years? She's damn near in her 30s, early 40s now at this point. So how are you telling me what to what to do? And I think it's also just interesting because I could... I think I could, I don't know. I'll never be able to understand how you can legally take someone's choice away from them. I'll never be able to understand that. Choice for what? Because I, choice for reproductive rights, choice for Well, like, when it comes to, like, the term of conservatorship for her, like, her choice. choice, of literal life. Yeah, like, like, her, literally, her choice to just do anything, really. Like, it's, he literally makes the decisions for her. mm Mm-hmm. So, like, I'll never be able to understand how you could take away that choice from someone. But also, I feel like a large reason of why he still has it and he's keeping a hold of it is because he has, he also has decisions over her money. And we know Britney Spears is the pop star. So, we know Mama has the bank. So, fun fact, I just google britney spears and one of the first articles that came up was on blast.com or the blast.com and it says britney spears fans push um hashtag free britney after kanye west runs for president he was hospitalized too so the whole idea i guess this is saying and i haven't read it to be completely honest but it was probably basically saying like he like everyone's like either jokingly or seriously behind kanye running for president because oh, like not consider not taking into consideration or acknowledging the fact that he may have been hospitalized or not weighing it the same way as they might be weighing Brittany for being hospitalized and now she can't control her own life. Like he's trying to control this yeah. country. She's trying to control her individual life and they have like co- comparable mental health backgrounds. I get what they're saying. I get like what Kim saying. didn't take over Kanye's life once he got hospitalized. She's not out here making all the decisions for him. True. But I think but also I think Britney has a more extensive background that we know of. I would say so too. Uh compared to Kanye. So that also could be playing into factor though. And then I would also say, like, in terms of with Britney, it's her dad who has control over her life. I don't know that. I don't know if I would necessarily see Kim Kardashian as someone who's so bold to take control of her husband, to take control over her husband's life and then also keep said control without anybody. (laughs) Exactly. Without, without Kanye going off the rails, it would be Chris's ass before, (laughs) before anybody else would do it. It would be. But it's also like how long it is. I don't know how the courts, I don't know what evidence they're using against Britney to keep proving over and over again that she's not stable because I'm like, okay, for one point in time, sure, but there should be a max unless she is proven by the state that she is mentally incapacitated, which she has not been. So therefore, how has this been able to go on for years and years and years and years? So that is very true. I do think there should be a max. Like it should be like a two years and then revisit. Yeah. Like it makes no sense. I feel like also maybe possibly they're keeping her like so heavily medicated that she may seem as if she is not stable when in actuality it's not the case. That goes to what 
but then that goes well, into doctors that goes into lawyers not doing the resource it like their job I don't know it's just a lot a lot of people a lot of systems fail a lot of people all the time and it's sad what were you gonna say Monty? I was just gonna say because Jace was mentioning earlier that it would go into like her or either Jace or you Devon that she was like not she didn't like want to take her medication or something because like like it oh, didn't that was make her four. Someone said that she didn't. They wanted to up her dosage, and she wouldn't. And then they sent her away to a facility for three months. Yeah. So it's like even when she tries to fight back, she gets silenced because who knows? She might not have needed that more medication because being heavily and overly medicated is something that happens all the time. So she couldn't even make that decision for her own, her own sake, and was thrown into a facility. So uh, that would be so scary. Crazy. I know. I hope that she can get it to end one day and be free and do whatever she wants, whether that's make music or just retire on a farmhouse somewhere, whatever. Just a legend. <laughs> Makes me so sad. No, it it like actually does make me very upset because it's like, it just makes me upset seeing someone and then especially because Brittany is a person who, she's a celebrity, so of course she's very prominent on our screens. We're going to see a lot of her. So when you see someone and you can actually see what they're going through and hear about it, it's like, damn, that's sad. I'm so mm-hmm. sorry that's happening to her. Yeah. So like after me hearing about it, I was just like, damn, that poor baby. Like I am so sorry that it's all happening to her right now. And her daddy looked like an evil ass man. He does. I saw a picture. He do. He you know looked like a- Joe Jackson. He looked really mean too. Like you could just tell. Just looked mean. Joe Jackson hurt Ike Turner. Who? Niggas who just looked mean and guess what they ended up being? Mean. (laughs) But do you guys have any other hot topics? Or notifications? I try. I keep calling them hot topics. No, are we doing a Are we going to do a co-star? A QQ. I tried doing a co-star and guess who comes out? A A QQ? Oh, a QQ. Welcome wow. to the QQ Corner. Q-Q. This is QE. How may I help you? Ew, QE. Sounds reminds me of a Q <laughs> Anyway. Okay, question of the day. Number 184 in my book of questions. An icy mountain lake on a warm, sunny day. If you knew it'd be a harsh, bracing shock to jump in, but that later you'd be refreshed and glad you'd done it, would you take the leap? How did you ask me this question? There were no better questions in this book. <laughs> I'm too lazy to go upstairs and grab the book, so I'm basing them off the ones my mom had sent me in the past. So basically, would question. you in a would you cult would you jump? That's a fine question. Leave it alone, Jace. Answer it. Better yet, answer it. Don't just. Leave. I mean, normally you jump in okay. because as soon as you jump in, then you get acclimated to the water and you're fine. It's worse when you like slowly let the coldness take over you. You just gotta dunk in. Everyone knows you just dunk in. I I feel like I would um I can't really swim that well. So I ain't jumping oh! in shit. I can't really swim either. Hey, friend. Well, <laughs> you know what I like to do? I like to lay and soak up the sun. And then when I get a little too toasty, I wade in the water, get a little wet, Boom. come back out, and lay back in the sun. 
like people laugh at me because I'm always like I can survive that's what I say I can't properly and like formally swim but I can move it water yeah I can do that drown but I cannot swim <laughs> like I like I can survive like I can you can apply that to relationships money <laughs> I don't think you should just be surviving in relationships. I think you should be beyond No, swimming. but I feel like that's what a lot of people do. They like, should be thriving. should know how to swim, but some of us do, some of us don't, and some True. of us only know how to survive. And some of us are on a beautiful little floaty with a daiquiri in our hands. You know? That too. So I'm not jumping into no motherfucking water. I'm a, maybe I'll run in. Like real quick, like so. Like, Not quick. Let's do slow mo cam. Right, pan <laughs> up and down. Get the water coming up your hair. Flash your backside. The size of Texas. Yes, you can post this cute little promo on your Insta. Period. Promo for what? My OnlyFans. My OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> you go start on. Look, if you started OnlyFans, I first of all, I know you'd make money. Two, I'm not paying. Done. We're going to dinner. Devon's paying. We're going to the bar. Ooh. We're getting drinks. Devon's paying. <laughs> Because bank account is flooded. OMG, I was like literally talking to someone who has it. I have a lot of friends who have OnlyFans accounts. I have a lot. Of, oh, I thought you were going to say I have a lot of friends. I was like, that's cool. Oh, no. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> my feelings weren't hurt or anything. I have like, I have a lot of, and I like, I call them my internet friends, like people who like I've met through the internet and like we literally message each other, like DM people funny tweets and like. I call them my internet friends. So I have a lot of internet friends who do porn and have OnlyFans. Did you meet them via in the uh, OnlyFans account? I met them via... I am not subscribed to anyone's OnlyFans because I don't have the funds. But... Like, I, you, <laughs> that's true. I would, like, support my friends. I would support my friends. I, like... I'll, if I, I could support myself first. I'll try to give a donation if I can. You know what I will do? Maybe I'll give you a retweet put you on like like get, get some people to go to your page but i have mm-hmm. no funds to help you out but like i have i have a lot of friends who have like only fans accounts and i have a lot of friends who do porn and they're my internet friends and i've always talked to them about like how like lucrative the business of sex work can be and it's really like yo you if you have the body and the face and the talent for it you literally just sit there just I mean, what, I no, no, I know. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me, let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. It's like some, depending on the level of effort you put and into. Effort, yes, with the production, yeah. like, because some people like can just sit there and like that's cool for them. Some people, they they have the background, they have the they mood do. lighting, yeah. they they have to work on their bodies, they have to like manicure their bodies, polish, you know, like keep it in shape, and then. And not everybody realizes that doing sex is a lot of work. You have to promote yourself, market yourself, like, Mm -hmm. gonna make sure you're tested. There's some protect yourself, too. Like, yeah, I don't have that in me. I'm way too lazy, but see, I think it would almost be fun to come up with the production aspect of it. But y'all know me, I like you're over here, like, trying to produce somebody's only family. Listen. Oh my God! Do you need a manager? Like, you know, do you, you know, a little, little, little cut off the bottom? But I could help you, man. Like, I could put you on, sweetie. Like, we could do it big. Like, we could do it. Oh, but make no, room like, for yourself. I would like OnlyFans and like just for fans. And there's like another one. 
But like, listen, people be getting their little, they little money, and some of the, some of the videos do be so visually appealing. Like, I'd be like, "Well, look at this purple mood lighting. Look at You're that." Like, yes. like where'd you so get that IKEA? Does it come with the remote? Like, what, what are is you it? That is beautiful. <laughs> are you like, see, yeah. you see some of the editing, and you're like, "Well, who put this together? Did you edit that?" <laughs> come on, Bible cut skills. And oh, uh, like I don't know, but yeah. Listen, on that day and time, he must start an OnlyFans. But was that the, was that, that wasn't even the that question. That was her question QQ. Was... No, my question was jumping into a cold lake. Would you do it if it felt good afterwards? And I'm not jumping in. Maybe I'll walk in. Would you jump in water. if you had floaties? I don't trust floaties. If I can be so honest. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Okay. You got a yeah. floaty on your backside. Like Jace is trying to help you promote your ass right now. <laughs> Texas, it's a floaty, all of this. I literally like floaties. I always tell people like, yo, there's something about floaties and like life jackets where I'm just like, do they really work? <laughs> I mean floaties are like a little thin, but I think life jackets are good. For sure. You need to stop questioning these things. All right, hey guys. So we had to end our QQ segment a little early because of some technical difficulties. Imani's ass was sounding like a robot. So, (laughs) (laughs) so all right, y'all. Before we end, do you guys have any closing remarks or anything to say? Um, I just wanted to add in real quick, just so people are clear. Amani and I do not support J.K. Rowling's tweets. Um, they are very <laughs> anti-trans, very anti-LGBT, very anti-queer, and it's very sad and disheartening. Um, and whether people choose to continue to support her and Harry Potter is up to you. We were just talking about how some of her tweets had some validity, but she was ruining her own credibility by just like over talking and just saying very dramatic and inappropriate things and also very dangerous things. A lot of trans people are very upset because they felt like the modern conversion therapy was such a rude and dangerous comparison to make um, in terms of trans people and their transition. So I just wanted to be clear, we were just having educated conversation. Do not support Ms. JK Rowling and her hateful comments. I would ditto and make the slight differentiation that she may have had good intentions, but the way she's coming about it is um, kind of deviating from her point. At least I would. I say. would agree. So, but, but yeah, that's where we landed. Yeah, no, I don't support anyone whose initials stand for just kidding. So so annoying that's that's my take on that part of things but do you guys have any other remarks or anything you want to say i'm good all right i had so i had a few things because there was some stuff that i wanted to promote and like tell people about um first and foremost you guys i do this youtube series called what are the tops and i took like a i took like three week break from doing it because I want to like figure out some other stuff and like figure out how to make the videos a little bit more nicer and like friendlier for viewers. Oop, improper what? grammar. 
Listen, bitch. (laughs) 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 But I'm going to be updating that with a new video next week. That's going to be really awesome. The artist we're talking about is Kaylani. In the video series, we discuss what we believe are the top 15 songs from those artists. So please check that out. And I also am working on a really awesome panel discussion that is going to be shot through Zoom on my YouTube, but I'm not going to talk more on it until towards the end of July because I'm currently in the planning phases for it. But please be on the lookout for that. And then if you guys want to follow me, Imani, or Jace on Instagram or Twitter, Imani don't get on Twitter. So if you guys want to follow us on Instagram or Twitter at the podcast, our at is at the get right pod. And I will say that one more time on Instagram and Twitter. We are at the get right pod. Our at names are also in the bios of our so of them, the podcast social media page. And if you guys want to email us, reach out to us, ask us any questions, you can reach us at the get right LA at gmail.com. That is the get right LA at gmail.com. Dope, dope, dope. Thank y'all ho so much for listening. Bye. Thank you. Peace.